Gather round, one and all, and listen to tales of excitement and adventure. Tales of daring heroes, savage monsters, and bards who just couldn't keep it in their pants. Tales of friendship, nobility, drunken foolishness, and unforgettable fun. These are tales of role-playing games, fair listeners, and this is Rollin' Bones. My name is Ryan Howard, and I shall be your guide. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, your source for the best in RPG interviews. My name is Ryan Howard. I am your host and king of the boneheads, and this evening we are going to be talking a lot about what 2021 is going to look like. If I'm a bit quiet, let me move my microphone on down here for you guys. There we go. Is that better? How about now? Well, the mic is actually not new, um, as Elfie knows. Uh, the setup for the mic is brand new, though, uh, because one of the things that I got for Christmas, I'm using multiple Christmas gifts right now, uh, and, and birthday gifts, because my birthday was just a few weeks ago, um, for those of you who are just now viewing this or listening to this. Um, so for my birthday, I got a nice new camera. Uh, for anyone who's watching this live or watching this on YouTube, you can see that right now. Um, but for Christmas, uh, my sister got me a ring light, so that's why you can see all of my face and why everything's a lot brighter. Um, and she also got me an arm for my microphone. So instead of it being down here in front of me, where my whiskey stone can clank into it, it is now up above me, like a professional. So, there's that. Exciting new developments. The tech keeps getting better and better every day as we do this show. Eventually, it might even look like I know what the hell I'm doing. And eventually, I might actually know what the hell I'm doing. But that is what we are here to discuss today, because, well, changes are not coming. Um, well, big changes are not coming, because the show, as it is right now, changed a lot uh, from 2019 into 2020, and we're pretty much going to be settled into this format. I am going to be doing Rollin' Bones on Mondays and Danishes and Dragons on Saturday mornings. Uh, Rollin' Bones is going to be focused on pure RPG stuff. Uh, the interviews will be starting up again. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about that here in just a little bit. Um, you know, how those are going to change. Uh, but we'll be starting up the interviews again once the holidays are over, once I get some people on the books. That'll be beginning once again. Um, and Saturdays are going to be Danishes and Dragons, where I talk about breakfast, uh, you know, try different breakfast foods. And sometimes there'll be a guest. Uh, most of the time it'll just be me doing some kind of D&D uh, &D thing where I plan a campaign or I create a character. Uh, one thing that is going to change, I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on the gaming content as far as video games go, because I find that I'm not very good at producing that kind of content. Um, yes, we do have a nice new waffle maker that I can try out. Um, but yet, streaming video games is not necessarily what I want to do with uh, this channel. It was something I was interested in trying. Uh, it was a cool experiment. 
I'm glad I did it. I can definitely bring it back uh, for holidays. You know, like, if I'm going to be on vacation or something like that, I can do a casual stream where I play something like, uh, you know, Batman Arkham Origins or, you know, something like that. Uh, if there's a multiplayer game that I want to play with friends or if I'm collaborating on someone else's channel, uh, you know, games will be on the table at that point. Um, for just my streams, though, I'm not going to do uh, video game content very often because I don't feel like I'm engaging with you guys as much as I'd like to when I'm playing video games. I get very single-minded when I play games, and I would really like to focus on RPGs because that's what we do here. That's my goal. I hope that clanking noise is quieter now. Uh, I imagine it's still there, because the game's still on, but hopefully it's, it's a lot quieter. So, that's kind of the first bit that I want to uh, discuss here. Okay, gotcha. As, lo as long as it's less sharp. I mean, the, the sounds are still going to happen. Um, I don't quite have a perfect studio space yet. Um, we'll be moving here in about a month, so things are going to change behind me and stuff like that. I'll be able to make everything look a little bit more professional. Uh, my my new studio in the new place is going to be a bit more of an ideal studio than what I have right now. Um, so yeah, that, that'll change. Uh, but one thing that I am going to do again, uh, because I now feel like I have a better setup for it, now that I've got better lighting and uh, my microphone is not stuck to the table, I feel a lot more confident in trying painting streams again. So it's something that I'm going to have to work on a little bit. It's, you know, I've got friends who do it. I can always talk to Mike from Epic Duck about how he does his streams you know, how he sets up the cameras, but I now have multiple cameras, decent lighting, and a microphone that's not on my desk, so there's not going to be as much stuff in my way, and it should be a hell of a lot easier for me to do something like a painting stream, uh, which is something that I've always really wanted to do, because I love painting. I love painting, and I want to share my work with you guys while I'm doing it. But last time I tried, it was a massive nightmare because I didn't have the setup for it. I have a better setup for it now, though, so I would be a lot more confident uh, doing a painting stream. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. It's not going to be immediate, but it's something to look forward to, and it's something that I can set up Hopefully within the next month or couple months, just once we see how things shake out with the new place and what that setup would look like and on and on. So, just a couple things there. And that would be something that I'd do on a Danishes and Dragons or in a, in a Danishes and Dragons time slot. Um... Although, I guess if I don't have anything booked for a Monday or, you know, I'm doing a... It's a holiday or something like that, I could do a paint stream. Anyway, that's a little bit about some of that. Um, what I really wanted to talk about tonight was a lot that has to do with this time slot in particular, Roland Bones, my Monday show, or... My Wednesday show for those of you who listen on audio or catch it on YouTube later. Um, we had some big responses to a couple different kinds of episodes this year. Um, the, the two kind of biggest episodes this year, from people's reaction to it, 
the the way that you know people were were talking about the show, talking about the content that we had on. I inspired someone on a different show to do a whole episode based around an episode that I did here on the podcast. Um, the, but the two biggest episodes that we had this year were Stu Horvath and I talking about the history of Chaosium, which we're definitely going to go back and revisit because, as Stu said when we went off the air, there's so much of that history we didn't even get to. Uh, we didn't get to talk about kind of the, the Elric game. We didn't get to talk about RuneQuest all that much. Um, so there's more ground to cover there, and Stu and I will definitely be circling back to that at some point once, you know, schedules work out. Um, and Hambone, I'll bring Hambone on again as well. He's got a game that he's working on right now. Uh, so we'll, you know, I'll have him back on to talk about the game. Maybe we can even do a little bit more wrestling content. Um, there's this dream I have in my mind of being able to do like an e-fed with something like worldwide wrestling. And if he were to be involved in that, that would be cool. That would take up a lot of time, probably need its own channel as well. Uh, but it's, it's something to consider. One second. Sorry, something was just amiss here on the screen. There we go. All right, that's better. But yeah, that episode about the history of Chaosium with Stu Horvath was honestly my in my top two as far as recorded episodes. Uh, you know that I had fun participating in, and in the top two as far as reaction and uh, you know numbers. And the second one uh, that was also really awesome, this one got kind of even bigger response than the, the Stu Horvath one, although I think numbers-wise they ended up about the same. Um, but just kind of the reaction and the conversation that it started and what it turned into on a couple of different shows. Uh, my conversation with Hanker and Fernell, where we just kind of talked about RPG theory, essentially, and, and storytelling and stuff like that. That was a tremendous episode, in my opinion. Um, we had a great conversation. And I, I'm not saying tremendous episode in that, look at me, I am so entertaining. This is what I was able to uh, you know, pull out of you guys. This was the reaction I was able to get. Uh, I mean entertaining in that I had a good time talking to Brandon on that episode. It it was a ton of fun just to have a conversation with him. And we went into that thing with no plan whatsoever. Uh, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about. And we just started kind of going. And it, it went from, you know, me talking up the uh, the cyberpunk RPG that he did... And, um, you know, the, the Choose Your Own Adventure book that he did and kind of the, some of the work that he'd done in 2020 all the way to, you know, his move. And then it got into that cool bit where we were talking about storytelling and inspiration. And then it got into episodic gaming, which is something that I just really, really got inspired by. And a couple other people did too. And even, you know, he went on his own show and did a whole episode uh, just kind of expanding on some of that stuff. Now, I, I'm not, I'm obviously not taking credit for what he put out on his show. Because that would be extremely arrogant of me. He's been doing this a lot longer than I have. And he honestly is a lot more brilliant than I am when it comes to this stuff. Um, I, I can't begin to compare myself to Hanker and Fernell when it comes to just sheer awesomeness in the realm of RPGs. So I can't take credit for him, you know, continuing on that track and putting out the tremendous episode that he did, but... You know, that, that conversation was there, we had it, and it continued elsewhere. It continued on a different show, 
I, I think the the podcast was called uh, it's the Red Cap podcast. I'm pretty sure. I apologize for not having that information off the top of my head because I'm kind of just running here. I, I'm not going off of notes. I just have kind of a vague idea of what I want to talk about tonight. But all of that to say, the kinds of episodes that we're getting, our biggest responses to here are episodes where I'm having genuine conversations with people who really enjoy this medium and people who really know their stuff. Uh, Whether they are historical rundowns of this is what this company did, this is the impact they had on the hobby, or whether they're just conversations about storytelling and gaming and how to you know create a unique experience at the table. Those are the episodes that we had the biggest reactions to. Those are the episodes that I had the most fun making. And those are the episodes where the conversation here in chat and after the fact on Twitter and in other various places... By the way, at Howard underscore Ryan Gregg is where you can reach out to me on Twitter. Um, If you want to talk about anything that I talked about on the episodes, if you want to shout at me or anything like that, that's a good place to do it. I'm on there pretty frequently. I don't wade into a lot of RPG discourse. That's another thing that I kind of want to change a little bit. You know, maybe just kind of let you guys know what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling when it comes to the the realm of RPGs and what's kind of in the air as far as, you know, stuff that's going on in, in the hobby. I am definitely uh, happy to share my opinions and I, I will be doing more of that moving forward. Uh, I don't know if I'll be doing entire videos on it and I can't guarantee that you're going to like my takes. But that's going to be something that I'm talking about a lot moving forward. So, when it comes to replicating those particular things and those particular ideas and how to make those episodes come to fruition, uh, what I'm looking for in 2021 and moving forward with the show is I want to talk to people who are super knowledgeable on RPGs, people who have given a lot of thought to the medium who have, you know, run a lot of games, tried a lot of different things and are just super passionate and want to share that passion. Uh, because that's what I am. I'm super passionate about gaming and I want to share that passion with you guys. And so I want to do a little bit more of that. I want this show to be a show where I talk about what I'm super into And I want to take some of the focus away from kind of the the Kickstarter campaign of the week. Because I feel like we devolved into that a little bit too much this year. And I don't want to take anything away from any of the people I had on in 2020 to talk about their Kickstarter games. Obviously, some of these people are, you know, good friends of the show. Uh, Like, Levi is welcome to come on the show anytime he wants. Levi Combs from Planet X Games. Anytime he's got something, a campaign going that he wants to talk about and, you know, he wants to get the word out there, I am down to have Levi on because Levi is a great dude. He's super supportive of the show. Uh, I'm down to let him talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Anything from Pinnacle, I'm happy to talk about what they've got going on. Frog God, super happy to discuss any kind of projects that, uh, you know, Casey Christofferson or Skeeter Green or, uh, you know, Bill Webb or anyone from Frog God's working on, anyone from Necromancer, all that stuff. Um, the, The guys behind the Ultimate Bestiary, they did a fantastic campaign... Uh, I'm I'm super down to discuss uh, anything that Nord Games has going on in the future uh, because I had a great conversation with them. Uh, Slayers obviously was you know one of my favorite games of the year. If you saw my discussion at uh, you know Dragon Meat, that's all good. 
and I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone who I didn't mention there. That being said, I don't want this to be a high-pressure sales pitch show. I want this to be a show where I talk about products that I'm excited about. And I want this to be a show where excitement about the medium really shows through and we're all able to come together and mutually enjoy RPGs for a while. That's what I want Rolling Bones to be. That's what I want the show to be about. And that's what I'm going to do moving forward. So it's going to be, hopefully, hopefully I can pull this off and pull together the right group of guests. But moving forward, I want Rolling Bones to be all about the passion that people have had for this medium, the passion that they still have for the medium, the, uh, the, the history of how we got here and how we can make our games better day in and day out. And I feel like, based on the feedback I've gotten, that's what everyone wants. Or that's what most people want. When it comes to discovering new games, that's fun to do every now and then. That's not my role. That's not a wheelhouse that I can comfortably occupy. Because I am not a tastemaker. I'm not someone who is able to read a rule set and immediately go, that's great, that sucks, this does something cool for the medium. I can do that a little bit. I like going through books and, you know, kind of gauging my reactions to them. When, when you're seeing me do a review, you're mostly seeing my reactions to stuff. You're not seeing my in-depth mechanical knowledge of how this is going to work at the table because most of the time I have not played a lot of these games. Unfortunately, that's just the nature of, you know, running a lot of RPGs or, or being into RPGs. There, There's the Wednesday group that I play with right now. We play 5th edition D&D. That's what we play. That's the only thing we play right now. Could that change in the future? Absolutely. Will it change? Probably. We'll probably do another game. The other game that I do is that Friday uh, Star Trek Adventures game that I do once a month. It's fun. It's great. But that's two game systems of the... God, of the five or six that I've got sitting over here that are all just like different systems. Hell, it's probably more than that at this point because I've got, you know, Blades in the Dark... Uh, index cards, if you want to count that as a system, like Hankerin said, it's a uh, it's a philosophy more than anything else. Slayers, Zweihander, I still have not been able to play Zweihander in the year that I've had that game. I've not gotten the chance to actually try it out either you know on either side of the table. Uh, I don't get to play nearly enough Savage Worlds. I'd love to play more Savage Worlds. Uh, mostly what I'm playing, though, is 5th edition D&D. And, you know, even within Savage Worlds, there's there's all kinds of different game systems and, and different game. I've got Interface Zero sitting over here, uh, which is a cyberpunk game in Savage Worlds that I want to play but have not gotten the chance to. Top Secret. Haven't, haven't gotten to play it. Well, I, I ran it once. For an episode of a podcast that you'll never hear. Um, various reasons behind that. But hopefully I'll be able to get on... It was an episode of James Bond Radio that we were supposed to do that didn't end up coming to fruition. I did run the game for them. It just it, it wasn't uh, broadcast quality. Hopefully I'll be able to circle back around with uh, the, the JBR crew and do an actual episode discussing the RPG in depth, uh, but you'll never hear the uh, the game that we actually played. Uh, it, it was fun, but it wasn't entertaining. But still, I want to run more Top Secret. And, you know, I, I, I want to run all of these games that I have here, but, you know, time being what it is and people's tastes being what they are, chances are I probably won't. So... A lot of these games may never get played. Uh, I hope they do. 
At least once I'd like to play them. But that's kind of the nature of the beast here. That's, you know, what ends up happening with a lot of people. There's a lot of RPGs that get bought and never played. And I wish it weren't that way, but, you know, there's only so much time. Only so much time of the day. So rather than focusing so much on product, I want to focus on passion and energy. And, you know, this is, this is what makes RPGs great. This is why we love this hobby. Uh, anyone can tell you kind of the in-depth ins and outs of RPGs and, and, you know, what works best in a game. You know, the, the dungeon dudes are great at that. And, uh, um, Cody from Taking 20 is fantastic at that. Um, there's all kinds of great videos out there about mechanics and what works and what doesn't work. What I want to do with Rollin' Bones is let this be a fun geek out session where we can all just enjoy if nothing else the passion that we all have for this medium and and these games that we love so much. So that's what I want to do moving forward and if any of you guys know of any you know super passionate fans of the medium or you know passionate creators or historians of rpgs that you want to see on the show anyone who you really want me to talk to uh that you can you know make that connection with i'm all for it i'm here for it let's talk about it let's discuss it uh you know how to get in touch with me there's multiple ways to do so just uh just reach out and we'll set something up. So yeah, that's what I want moving forward. Um, just for the show. And that's what I'm trying to curate for the show moving forward with the guests that I'll be inviting on. Now, with that out of the way, uh, one other big thing I want to talk about as far as content for 2021 is the 100th episode. So I've been doing this for, uh, it'll be two years in April. Two years of Roland Bones. And my 100th episode comes in May. I calculated out the exact date. I believe it'll be something like May 12th or something like that. Sometime in there. That's when episode 100 will be. And I want to make the 100th episode of Rollin' Bones super spectacular. I'm already starting to think about what I want to do, you know, five months from now. And what I'm thinking I want to do is finally do an actual play. Here is a recording or a stream of me running a one-shot. And I will be running it. Um, unless someone comes at me with a great idea and, you know, you guys want to see me as a player. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely want to do a one shot that I run. I don't know what system, I don't know what the subject matter will be, but it'll be fun. It'll be something cool. I'm already thinking about, you know, who I want to try to bring on, who I want to be involved, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, with that in mind, I'll be reaching out to some people uh, at some point soon to go ahead and begin, you know, getting the wheels in motion and getting things together just to make sure that schedules all line up for this particular moment in time. Because the 100th episode should be amazing. And while I would love to say, you know... This year for my 100th episode, I'm going to bring on Matt Colville and we're just going to go crazy for three hours talking about gaming. I can't guarantee you Colville. Um, I don't have that kind of pull. I don't have that clout yet. I've reached out multiple times and I do not have the pull to make something like that happen right now. Uh, now, things could change between now and May, but what I want to do is give you guys something truly special, something that, again, really shows the passion 
I have for this medium. And I can't think of anything better than actually letting you guys see what a game looks like when I'm running it. And doing a you know lengthy one-shot that I'll GM. And bringing on some friends, some, you know, reliable, faithful guests that have been around since the beginning. I think you guys know where I'm going with this or who I'm going to try and reach out to as far as making this happen. Uh, maybe some, some old friends, some people who kind of formed my identity as a gamer. That's going to be what I'm looking at here. It'll be something like that. And I'm super excited to pull it together, and I hope it turns out great. And I hope you guys really love it. That's what I'm looking at for my 100th episode, though. Um, and of course, just as we wrap up content here, I'm going to try and do more collaborations with people this year, appear on other people's shows, uh, maybe do some streams with other people, depending on what's going on. And bring back some people who've been, you know, good to us in the past. Obviously, you know, whenever Levi's down to come on, he can come on. Uh, Tim, I'm going to bring back on at some point, maybe a couple times this year. Who knows? We'll see what we can work out. Tim and I already did a collaboration uh, that you guys should be seeing here in a few weeks. Um, so, yeah, we'll, you guys will see some of the fruits of, of Tim and I collaborating here in a little bit. Um Hopefully we'll be able to do it again. And, uh, you know, I'd like to bring Luke Hart on again. So I'll, I'll reach out to him and see if we can make that happen. Uh, it'll probably be a very loose conversation the way that, uh, you know, Hankerin and I did it this year. So, you know, it, it's always good to talk to Luke. Um, yeah. That's, programming-wise, that's what we're looking at here. Um, and I, I'm happy to uh, to work with, you know, anyone who wants to bring that kind of energy. I think Seth Skorkowski would also be great at, you know, doing something like that. So I'll probably reach out to him again and see if uh, we can work something out in a few months. So, that's what I'm looking at for 2021. Um... Another thing I wanted to mention as far as just kind of getting myself out there a little bit more, once conventions start up again, you know, once there's gaming conventions, I'm hoping for like middle of the year, 2021, uh, you know, we'll be able to start getting out there a little bit more. Gaming conventions will happen in person again because I'm not doing a virtual convention. That doesn't sound fun to me. Uh, I could do that at any point. Just, you know, jump on with some friends and play games. Not about that. I want in-person conventions again. And when that happens, I'll be there. I will be there, and I'll have merch. And I, I won't have, like, a table, but, you know, you'll be able to find me. And I will... Be willing to talk to anyone who, you know, sees me and recognizes me or you know, I'll, I'll make myself a Roland Bone shirt that I'll wear the whole time. And if you want to talk to me, have a beer with me, have whiskey with me, uh, you know, game with me, I'll do it. I'll try to run games and stuff like that as, as, as much as I can, as much as scheduling permits and as, you know, if, if they're happening, I'll be there. Because uh, I really want to be involved in that world. It's something that I've had a taste of and I want more. So if it's there, I'm going to try to make it happen. I'm going to prioritize making that happen this year. Uh, that's dependent on organizers uh, putting together events and you know circumstances allowing people to have those events. But I'll be there. I will, I'll do it. I'll do it if it's, if it's available. If it's an option, then I'm in. Just as long as schedule permits and as long as, uh, you know, events permit, I will be there. And I want to work out something where, you know, I can give former guests t-shirts. I'll have to look into that. I don't want to make any promises right now. Uh, but, you know, that, merch is something I'm interested in doing if you guys are interested in buying it. 
Um, if you want a Rollin' Bones t-shirt, I'll make a Rollin' Bones t-shirt. I at least want one for myself. So if there's interest, then there can be more. Cool. So, again, as far as programming, as far as the show itself goes, um, that's really what I'm looking at in 2021. I want to really hyper-focus on that goal and give you guys the best possible show where I'm having fun, you're having fun, and you know we're, we're able to grow this family and get more people to see the passion that we have for this game see you know just how dedicated boneheads are to rpgs and really build a family of passionate boneheads who really love this hobby that's what i want more than anything else and that's what i want to build this year and i hope you guys are willing to come along on that ride with me cool so, uh, we're, we're not done yet, as far as this goes, uh, because one thing I really want to talk about here is just a few things that I'm looking forward to in 2021 as far as games go. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, we can look forward to talking about here on the show. So, I'm going to switch over to some screen share and we can take a look at some of that stuff. Alrighty. Uh, so what you're seeing here is Deadlands the Weird West. We're actually going to come back to that in a little bit. Because uh, what I want to talk about first is Pendragon. Uh, to, to be perfectly frank here, Stu really got me excited about Pendragon. Um, talking to Stu Horvath about Chaosium and all of that, really got me excited about Pendragon. And the fact that this is Greg Stafford's swan song. This is his last work. This is really the last thing that he put his stamp on. That makes me really want to check this out. So the sixth edition of Pendragon from Chaosium is definitely something I'm looking forward to in 2021. I don't know that we have much of a release date in mind or anything like that. Um, but, you know, once we do, I'll, I'll definitely keep on top of that. I'm excited for it, and I really want to check it out. And, and, you know, once it comes out, if it even, you know, goes into 2022 before we see this thing... I'll do content on it because I'm excited to to see it and to experience it for the first time. So, from there, we go to Batman the Animated Series Adventures. Uh, this is the OGS game from IDW Games that was supposed to come out in December of this year. It's uh, got a little bit of a delay there's some drama behind that that I'll get into once the game comes out. Anyone who's following this campaign or, you know, pledged to it, you guys know what's going on. I have opinions on it. Uh, to make a long story short, I, I don't want to, you know, leave anyone out in the cold here. Uh, AT&T and Warner Brothers have really kind of pulled the rug out from under this particular campaign. Uh, they pulled some shenanigans that I think are absolutely ridiculous for reasons that I think are stupid. And you can read up on this a little bit. Uh, but basically they decided this box art here um, that, that you can see on the screen right now was not good enough. This is not, like, this isn't what they wanted to show people. And the box art that they put out, I can I can go to it here real quick. The uh, the new finalized box art, which you can see here, sucks. This is not good art. It's a rush job to get the product out. I understand it. But this is not good art. 
and there's a lot of people super disappointed with it. I'm not going to show you guys the comment section, but it's full of vitriol. Um, that being said, that's all just behind-the-scenes drama. And it's keeping us from getting the game, which sucks. But that aside, the game itself looks fantastic. Uh, these miniatures look like a ton of fun. I really want to paint all of these minis. I'm super upset with Warner Brothers right now because they're keeping me from painting these miniatures. But when they come, I'll be painting them. I'll be talking about this game. We'll do an unboxing. It'll be a ton of fun. So, onto a better managed campaign where they're actually being, you know, somewhat transparent and there's not a corporate overlord uh, pushing arbitrary changes on people. Uh, Deadlands of the Weird West. This will come out in February. It's already out digitally. Physically, it'll be out in, in February of this year. So... We'll be doing a lot of content on that early in the year. We'll be talking a lot about Deadlands of the Weird West. Uh, I'll have the books. I'll have the physical stuff. We'll be discussing it in depth. And I am absolutely looking forward to seeing you know what's on display here. I've read over the core book. I want the physical thing. I want the physical book. I want to run it. I want to make adventures for it. I want Deadlands. And I'm excited to get Deadlands here in the next couple months. Uh, from there, one thing that I've gotten really into here is uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. I just got the starter set and uh, the Hulk, who I'm currently working on right now, uh, assembling the mini. I've assembled all of the minis that I have. I'm just, uh, you know, waiting on some stuff to arrive so I can begin painting them. Uh, but I'm super excited to see what's coming in 2021. And so we've got a list here of... Um, <clears throat> figures. Excuse me that are coming out in 2021 or expected to come out in 2021. So, uh, you know, right off the bat here in the next couple weeks, you know, we're looking at uh, Angela and the Enchantress uh, for the Asgardians, Dormammu, for those of you who are into Doctor Strange, uh, Black Bolt and Medusa, Crystal and Lockjaw for... Uh, Inhumans fans, that'll be interesting. Uh, some terrain stuff. They're doing another Spider-Man sculpt, this time the Amazing Spider-Man and Black Cat. I'm definitely going to have to get that because Elfie is a huge, huge fan of Black Cat. Uh, Black Cat is uh, a big part of how we met, so... I I feel an obligation to have the Black Cat figure and to paint it. Yes, I, that would make me a bigger fan of Black Cat because Black Cat to me is you, Elfie. Uh, for anyone who, who doesn't understand what I'm alluding to here, when, when Elfie and I met, she was dressed as Black Cat. So, yeah, we will... Uh, I'll be getting that. And then they're going to do another Captain America and War Machine. War Machine is super interesting. She-Hulk, uh, also coming out very, very soon. Uh, looks like it'll be out here in the next couple weeks. Again, Elfie is a huge She-Hulk fan. Uh, I'll be getting Doctor Strange and Wong, uh, just because we love Doctor Strange in this household. Uh so yeah, that, that's another one that I'll need to get because, you know, we it's a character we love in this household. Specifically Elfie. Uh, but yeah, She-Hulk. Deadpool and Bob, Agent of Hydra. Interesting. I like Deadpool uh, not as much as I used to. That is the fault of Deadpool fans and Marvel for uh, really kind of driving the character into the ground. But 
that's neither here nor there. Mr. Sinister, also coming out in 2021. Another X-Men villain. Uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. That's another one that we'll have to get. Oh my goodness, I'm just going to like be flushing money down the drain on this game. Because there's a bunch of figures I still want to get that are out now. Whew. Crisis Protocol. I love you. Uh, so yeah, Cable and Domino again. Oh my goodness. Blade and Moon Knight. Oh god. They, they, they know exactly how to get me to spend money. Oh. Goodness. And then Luke Cage and Iron Fist, like we already talked about. Carnage and Mysterio. Uh, Sentinel's Raid, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. And then there's talk about Juggernaut, Professor X, Jean Grey, Iron Spider, and Bagman. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what's coming out. But yeah, that's what we're looking at right now as far as Crisis Protocol and, uh, you know, Epic Duck does a lot of great coverage of that stuff. I'll be getting in on that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be bringing Mike on again for Danishes and Dragons to talk Crisis Protocol and talk comic-style painting related to that. Because that's why I'm into this game. It's the painting. I will play the game. I'll probably enjoy the game. Uh, it seems like a lot of fun. But I'm mostly in this for the painting. So from there, um, as far as tabletops go, that's really what we're looking at here. Uh, so next up, what I want to talk about is some video games that are related to tabletops, uh, but aren't, you know, th these aren't tabletop games that we're talking about here. But this is stuff that people are going to be excited about in 2021 related to tabletop gaming that you know we can we can get people to the tabletop with this stuff uh so first up is the much anticipated vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 now we don't officially have a release date for this just yet uh you guys can see some of this stuff i don't know how this game is going to turn out i have concerns about it but I'm also a big fan of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, the first game. Uh, I'm not super familiar with the tabletop stuff, but the kind of the World of Darkness stuff is super interesting to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see how this game turns out. I hope it's not another... Uh, I hope it's not another Cyberpunk 2077 situation because we're still dealing with that right now i've not played the game myself kind of a hot button thing right now this isn't a video game channel so i don't have opinions to share on cyberpunk 2077 but this is something i'm looking forward to uh you know you, you can see some of what we're dealing with here they've got a lot of information here to keep the website pretty much up to date with news and stuff like that. Let's see what they got with the Bruja. Because the Bruja is going to be my, my clan of choice when I first start out. You know, Vampire Biker Gang. Toreador will be fun. Those are your sexy vampires. I'm a little bit worried about what they're going to do with Malkavians. Because um, Malkavians are weird. Malkavians are classically portrayed as insane in a, in a not very modern way. So they're, they're making a lot of changes to what it means to be Malkavian. Um... And I just don't know how it's going to turn out. I, I get the feeling it's going to be a little bit weird and a little bit preachy. And I don't think it's going to be fun 
and I just generally don't like... I put Malkavians in the same box that I put bards in, in uh, the kind of the D&D world. There's a certain type of player attracted to that type of character, and a lot of times I don't have a lot of fun when those when those guys want to uh, distract from the game to, to get their get their crap in, as far as that goes. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's, uh... That's what we're dealing with here. Some of the factions. Camarilla. At least there's multiple factions here. Uh, not seeing anything about the Anarchs. That would be fun to see, though. I want to be able to play an Anarch again. So, yeah. That's it for that, though. Um, on to something that might not even be coming out in 2021. It was supposed to come out this year, but didn't. Um, I don't even know if this will end up being good or anything, but, uh, you know, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. It's co-op action RPG. It's a video game where you play as Dritzt and uh, Brunor and Cadibree and Wolfgar. So, you know, those are your those are your big major kind of D&D characters when it comes to you know, like the the RA Salvatore stuff. These are your like main quote unquote main characters of the meta narrative of Forgotten Realms. So, that'll be super exciting to see um Hopefully they pull it off. And hopefully, you know, if it's good, that might be a special thing where I get a couple people. I've got some friends who, you know, have very specific video game-focused content that they make. It'd be cool to bring those people in and do something with Dark Alliance if it comes out this year. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming up. And then obviously, if you really are itching for some, you know, D&D &D video game content, Baldur's Gate 3 is out uh in a way hopefully they'll have the game in a like finished state in 2021 and at that point i'll be playing it and i'll let you guys know what i you know how i feel about that and i'll let you guys know how i feel about cyberpunk 2077 once i play it and again i'm, I'm just waiting on a few fixes for that i'm waiting for the game to be finished that's why i don't have opinions right now because the game's not finished, and if it's not finished, I'm not going to buy it. Simple as. Yeah, so that's some of the stuff that we are, um, you know, kind of looking forward to in in this coming year. Um, as far as just, you know, new releases. Uh, so with that, let's, uh, let's go back to main camera here. Alrighty. Cool. So... That is my overview of what's coming down the pipe in 2021. And I really hope that this can be a big year of growth for the Bonehead family. Uh, you know, obviously, putting out this content, I want, you know, more people to see it. I want more people to enjoy it and let me know what they think, and just kind of, you know, let me be a part of their their nerd out with this particular hobby. And I want them to be a part of my nerd out. So, you know, hopefully by focusing in on the kind of content that people really love and the kind of content that people react to and that gets people talking, that's what I want to do in 2021. That's what I want to build that's what I want from the show. And I think we have the tools here to pull it off. And I think I've got the right people in mind for how we can make the show better. And how we can keep growing and keep doing amazing, awesome things and just, you know, be more consistent with the show. Ultimately, even if the show doesn't grow at all, even if the numbers stay the same throughout the entire year of 2021... As long as I can consistently entertain you guys and consistently deliver what I think are the best possible shows, that's what 
I want to develop more than anything else this year is consistency. I want to consistently go off the air and think that was a banger of a show. That was a show that I'm proud to put my name on. Not that I'm not proud of any of the shows I did in 2020. But the passion can definitely be there more in certain episodes. And I can definitely bring it in more episodes uh, this year than I did, you know, this past year. Part of that's going to be some personal stuff uh, that I'm not going to talk about on air because it's personal. And I don't want to dredge that up here. Suffice it to say, 2020 was a hard year for everyone, myself included. Uh, I really struggled this year. And I feel like that came through a lot on the show. So hopefully, even if 2021 isn't better, even if, you know, I'm still mentally a wreck in 2021 and things don't get better for me, I don't want that to reflect in the show. I want the show to be good as often as it can be, to be the best possible version of itself. And my promise to you guys is I'm going to do everything I can to do that. I'm going to do everything I can to give you guys the show you deserve, the best possible Roland Bones that I can deliver on a weekly basis, on a twice-weekly basis. That's what I want in 2021. That's what I'm going to you know, put my energy into giving you guys. And that's ultimately what I want to, you know, go to bed proud of after I do this show, is that I gave you everything that I possibly could. That I gave you the best version of Roland Bones that I could give. And as long as I feel that, then I will be very happy with the job I've done here, no matter how many people see it. So that's my, that's my biggest goal. For this coming year is to give you guys the best possible show just from a perspective of when I close the camera down, when I go off the air, when I mute the microphone, turn the lights off, that I feel like I really gave you guys everything that I possibly could and that I delivered an entertaining show that gave you guys an outlet for your love and passion for this hobby. And if we can grow because of that, that would be fantastic. If we can build this family, uh, that would be amazing. If we, can, if we can add to the show in any way, if we can build upon the foundation we have here. But ultimately, I just want to make sure that it's a firm foundation that we're building on. Because if the main product is not what it could be or what it should be, then... At this point, you know, or at that point, because I don't feel like I'm there. If I'm not consistently delivering, if I'm not giving you guys a show that you want to watch again and again, that you want to keep coming back to, at that point I shouldn't be making the show. So, this is my promise to you guys that I'm going to do everything I can this year to make this the best possible show for you. And to make this a show all about our passion for RPGs. I know I've used that word too many times tonight. I will not use that word as much in the future. But this is, you know, this, this is going to be where we plant our nerd flag. It's going to be where I plant my nerd flag. So, here we go. Here is to... 2021, I'm out of whiskey, but, you know, may it be a good year where we can get back across the table from each other, where we can get back to conventions, where we can release the pent-up energy and emotion that we've isolated in this past year. New Year's is my favorite time of the year. Even, it's probably tied with Christmas. But New Year's, honestly, 
it, it it's one of my favorite times of the year because it's a time of cathartic release. It's a sense of closure. It's a sense of new beginning. And it's a time for renewal. Renewal of interest. Renewal of promises. It's a chance for us all to have a new beginning. And it's a chance for us to build upon successes, learn from failures, and move forward. So that's what I want to do with this time. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. I hope you have a Happy New Year. I hope you enjoy yourselves as much as you can. I'm definitely not going to drink as much this year as I did last New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm never going to drink as much as I did last New Year's Eve ever again. Because that was a nightmare and I don't want to relive it. So, uh, yeah. I hope you guys have fun. I hope you're all doing well. And I hope that 2021 brings all of us prosperity and fun and good times. And I hope that whether you rolled a 1 or a 20, that you're rolling your bones in 2021, right now, and forever and always with me, Ryan Howard. And I'll see you on Saturday, guys. I'll see you next time.